Welcome to the Abandoning Average Podcast here for the aspiring Christian woman. There's a lot of self-doubt. Why am I not doing this? And then you're like, oh, well, because just because I'm afraid of it. There's also this norm of, well, why are you doing something different? I don't want you to be. People want for other people to look at them and say, oh, that person is successful. They put their mind to something and they did it. What happens most of the time is people start something and then it doesn't go anywhere. I think a lot of people aren't aware that they're actually like afraid to do something out of the ordinary. So then they don't do anything. By choosing to do something different, you are setting yourself apart. Fear of rejection, fear of anything is normal. It's what you do with it. Fundamentally, being different, doing something different isn't bad because God has given a purpose and that's what matters. I'm your host, Amanda Boardwine, and welcome to the Journey to Abandoning Average. And welcome to another episode in the podcast for Abandoning Average. Guys, I am so, so grateful for all of the support that you've shown so far. This is just so exciting. I love the movement that we're creating here. I love the community that we're creating, all the people that are talking. Like, this is just so much fun. And if we haven't met in person before, like, I just love the relationships that we're all creating together. And I love the fact that we're creating friendships despite not being in person, despite all of those things. Like, this is just so much fun. So, I just want to let you know, we are going to be talking about some scary things over here. <laughs> so get curled up, get a cup of tea, get a cup of coffee, whatever will make you comfortable. If you are driving on your commute, just be prepared. Be prepared. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe. Maybe. So <laughs> so we're going to be talking about all things scary here. We're talking about the fear of gremlin. And this, guys, just getting super real here, this is the whole point of Abandoning Average. So if you haven't already listened to the introduction, the first episode... That is all about how this came about, how we got to this point, all about abandoning average, what it means, what it stands for, all of that. And if you're unaware of that, go ahead and watch the first the first episode because that is just going to give you so much clarity on all of that. But if you've already seen that, you know that this abandoning average is here for you as you are trying to be able to get past the fears of people's opinions, the rejection, failure, all of those things. And so this is the episode for you. Like, how can you get past that? We're going to have so much more coming. There's going to be so much more in all the episodes coming after this of information, education. It's going to be fantastic. I'm so excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. But again, like I've been saying, this is this is the point of abandoning average is how do we get past fear? And so like I said, we're gonna be talking about all things scary. <laughs> but I want to tell you a fun story. Okay, so the times that I've been afraid in my life, I mean, let's just we're, we're gonna just bear all here and just talk about my fears. I really wish that like, I want to hear your stories. If you're in a community with me, um, either on the Facebook community or Instagram, just wherever you have um contact with me. I'd love to be able to hear your scary stories, like share them with me. I want to know. But okay, so here's the one that like literally immediately came to mind. I just when I was thinking about what things I've been scared of. So (laughs) there was one time so I've traveled a lot in my life. And I grew up in South Korea. If you guys didn't already know that I grew up in South Korea. Um, I've been on multiple planes in my life. um, Probably 
I, I don't even know, probably over 100. I mean, if, if we're really going to count how many, including connections, how many planes I've been on. So my first semester of college, I actually did. I flew from South Korea to Italy and I had gotten used to the Italian Italian culture and everything. Like I'd only I'd only been there for a semester. Just it, it was a short time, but I got used to the culture. I'd learned a tiny bit of Italian, loved that area. I actually wanted to do tour guiding there. Like I wanted to teach church history there and our um, um, like our cultural, our heritage, Christian heritage as, as, um, Christ followers and everything. So that's what I wanted to do. And so I went back to the States. I finished up my college and everything. And during that time, I actually took another trip back to Italy. And I said, you know what? I'll be fine. It's going to be totally great. And I don't need to like do all the details of travel and everything. It's going to be really, really easy famous last words. It's never really, really easy to travel. It's really not. (laughs) You have to have all the details. Sure, you can become an expert, but you're an expert at knowing the details. So what I failed to do was figure out um, how to get from the train station to my hotel. Everything else was figured out after that. I knew where I was going to go. I knew when I was going to meet the people that I was going to meet. I knew how to get to those places. I knew everything, but I did not know how to get from the train station to the Um, hotel. And I also knew that I did not want to take a taxi cab because they're expensive and they take you way out of the way if you don't know the area. And so, yeah. So (laughs) I got off the plane and I went to go find a train to take me to this place. And I... (laughs) (laughs) Guys, this is just so ridiculous. Don't ever do this. But okay, so I actually went up to the conductor um, that was in the area. There were actually only two lines. It was a 50-50 chance of which one I could get on that would actually be right. (laughs) I mean, 50-50. So I asked the conductor in Italian. I asked him if this was the one that went to the particular place that I wanted to go to. And he kind of, he shrugged his shoulders and he was like, "Mm, you know, whichever one. They both go there. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So I grab my suitcase and my backpack. I mean, guys, this is so ridiculous. Grab my suitcase, my backpack, hopped on the train, and I noticed how nice it was. And nice trains in Italy take you a long ways. I mean, if you've if you've been in Europe, the nice ones are the ones that you get on, you stay on for a long time. I did not put two and two together. So I'm looking over at next to me and I'm thinking, I need to go just like a couple stops from here. It's not far. And I look over and there's this, you know, rickety old train (laughs) that's like public transportation for just around the city. And this is in Rome. I didn't say this before. This is in Rome. So I get off. (laughs) I'm sitting there with my bags and everything. There's this older couple right across from me and I, I guess I looked kind of nervous and they asked if I was okay. And I was like, is this, is this the one that goes to this specific stop? And they were like, no. And I, I went, oh my gosh. So I get up and I've got these bags and I like go booking it toward the door. I mean, I'm running, <laughs> I'm running as fast as I can to this door. And it like, literally, it was like a movie from like a scene from a movie, guys. I'm not kidding. The doors shut right in my face. And like, there was a little like ding that went off on the on the train and it was like the okay signal to go and (laughs) off we went and I just watched as the other train was left in the station and we're just taking off somewhere and I'm thinking this is that train that goes for a really long time who knows how long I'm going to be on here so guys I went back and sat down and my stomach was just wrenched like I was just so upset and so nervous and so anxious and 
the thing was we were picking up speed we kept going and i'm sitting there in utter silence and like this older couple's looking at me like oh my goodness this crazy tourist person that doesn't know what she's doing (laughs) so so i'm sitting there and i'm just watching all these buildings go by and buildings go by and i'm like i just want to get off this train and i can't get off this train and so I'm sitting there, the conductor came by, ended up ha- obviously having to pay for this ticket, and I had no idea where I was going. I asked them, and they were like, the next stop is an hour from now. And I'm like, oh my word, <laughs> I've got to sit on this train for an hour, far away from where I want to go. So, and then we finally, like this was like the culmination of the story, is <laughs> we were almost to where I was going to get dropped off on this train an hour later. But like halfway through that that trip, we go through a train station and I see the name of the train station and it's the freaking one that I needed to get off on. And this older couple looks at me and they go, this place? And they're like pointing out there and they know that's the one that I'm talking about. And they're like, this one? And then they go, ciao, ciao, bye-bye in Italian. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. So I was crying at this point, got off the train an hour later in the middle of another city. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is not where I need to be. I don't know what I need to do. And I, again, I knew how to travel in Italy fairly well. I mean, I'm saying this and this is not... (laughs) (laughs) This is not how you travel. But previously, I knew how to travel fairly well. And so I didn't have um, the international data on my phone and everything. So I just, I wasn't connected. So I had to go find a place with Wi-Fi and figure out how to get back and Oh, it was ridiculous. And when I got back to my hotel, guys, I was sobbing. I was shaking. So anxious. It was awful. And <laughs> and I thought, you know, I just want to go home. Like, this is terrible. And then ever since then, like, I've had fears like that. Never quite as bad. I remember when I did my first Facebook Live, I was crying, hyperventilating. I had an upset stomach, like stupid. I'm (laughs) embarrassing stuff. So yes, fear is a real thing, guys. And I know that was a long story to tell you that, but I just think it's so hilarious at how stupid I was. So, you know, just laugh with me. It's whatever. So (laughs) anyway, so fear is a real thing. And I truly, truly understand why people stop themselves with that. I know I've done it in my own life. I know I've watched close, close friends do that in their own life. And it's just a matter of you talk yourself out of your purpose because you think that you're being smart by understanding that you want to take care of people's opinions or you don't want to fail or you don't like just being afraid of that but you think that you're being wise in not wanting to fail or not wanting to offend other people or something like that and so you talk yourself out of actually doing the thing and so that's where that steps in we've all experienced this but you have to be able to get past that your biggest accomplishment is on the other side of that and I remember growing up, my dad used to say this all the time. He used to say, do it scared. Just go out and do the thing that you want to do. And even if you're terrified of it, do it scared. And that's honestly like I remember him saying that to me when I went to Italy. But that was the best trip that I've ever had to Italy was after like all the times that I've been. I've been multiple times, which is a blessing. It's so great. But I've been multiple times and it's never been so good as that one trip. And yet I had the worst experience starting out. And so you have to be able to get past that, past that fear. So how do you do that? So there's, there's just so many different fears and I want to focus on three. And the first one is being afraid of people's opinions. And you always, always have to start with prayer. 
I mean this for every single fear that is in your life. Start with prayer because the reason is that God is going to help you. He is your biggest supporter. <laughs> he is he's the person that will that will guide you down the path that he wants you to be on. And so if you are worried about people's opinions and what they think of you, first start with prayer. Start with what does God want in this case? Because God is a God of love and he does not want you to hurt other people's feelings. He does not want you to hurt other people at all. But at the same time, you can't sacrifice what he has for you just because somebody else might think that that's bad. And so start with prayer and figure out if you are on the right path, even in the first place, even in the first place, are you doing what God has called you to do? And if you return to the fact that, yes, this is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing and I cannot abandon this, I cannot leave it behind, I have to keep doing this, and that is God reminding you of that, you have to keep going. You have to keep going. So then... The people's opinions are still there. So how do you how do you go past that? So you started with prayer. Do you know that you're in the right place? And if if you come back with yes, then you have to be able to think about, okay, the people who love you most and this is this is what I've had to think about a lot. The people who love you the most are just wanting to protect you. So if you're worried about what people are saying and if they're telling you you probably shouldn't do it or you might fail or you know, I just don't think that this will be effective with other people or something like that. You have to be able to realize that the people that are closest to you that are saying that, that are actually friends and who actually love you are saying it because they don't want to see you fail. They don't, they don't want to see you hurt. They don't want to see you fall flat on your face (laughs) and, and have to, um, worry about that. They're, they're looking out for you. So understand that first, understand the fact that they love you. And then realize that despite or or alongside that love, they need to be able to understand that you are in right standing with God. Because remember, you've prayed about this. You've sat and thought about it. And God has brought this before you. And this is something that you need to do. Understand that these people only want to love you and leave it at that. Leave it at that, that you have to continue going on this journey. And these people are are there to love you and accept that part, but maybe not accept the part that they're telling you not to do it, if that makes sense. So continue on that journey and understand that they love you because honestly, so many times we we don't get that. We don't get the fact that like people are actually looking out for us and we <laughs> we feel bad that we might hurt their opinions and everything. Okay. So then those are the people that love you. The rest of the people, don't worry about them. Like really, <laughs> they aren't with you on this journey. Those people are not with you on the the grueling journey of doing something ambitious, of doing something that's bigger than yourself. And if they aren't with you on that journey, why are you dragging them along on that journey, wondering what they're going to think or or what, what they're going to say or anything like that if they're going to say something hurtful because they don't even support you from the beginning. So why are you even bringing them into the picture? So think about that. Okay, are these the people that love me? Are these the people that are just going to be haters no matter what? I mean, are they going to be naysayers from the very beginning no matter what I do? So differentiate between the two of those and then from there start thinking about, okay, I'm going to do this no matter what and whose opinion do I value and why are they want why are they giving their opinion? Why are they giving their opinion in the first place? Because oftentimes people are saying, "Oh, you're you're 
just jealous or you just want more money or you're selfish or something like that. And it's just because they feel bad themselves. I mean, really, stop and think about it for a little while. And I know that that might sound a little bit scary, but but stop and think about it for a little while. And the fact that they're they're probably the ones that are being the biggest and loudest naysayers on this are probably the ones that feel bad about it themselves, feel bad about the fact that they're not doing anything. So continue going. That's that's the biggest the biggest thing that I can possibly say is just keep going in that thing because whatever it is that you want to be ambitious in, if you are in right standing with God first, nothing else will stand in the way because God is the one that's going to propel that forward. It's not you. It's not the opinions of your loved one. It's not the opinions of the people that are on the outskirts either. It's God and God only. So if you start there, that is how you're going to be able to push through those things is understanding each and every person that's involved and why they're there and why they care, but knowing that you have to stick to this journey, okay? So that's people's opinions. I mean, it's a big one. (laughs) It's a big one. But then the other one is looking stupid and the fear of looking stupid. Guys, I have connected with this one so much because it's just such a terrifying thing. Like, what if I'm doing this and I think I'm cool and no one else does? (laughs) What if I think I'm cool and everybody else is just laughing at me off to the side? Like, we all wonder that. We all wonder, what if, what if I just don't get it? And what if I'm weird? And again, you have to start with prayer because God is the one that's going to make it awesome and you can't make it cool. You, you can't. And if God's going to use that thing to be able to speak to other people, then it's going to start with him. It's going to start with him moving other people's hearts and them being able to see it in a good light. It's not going to be because of you. And so you have to be able to start with prayer. And then what I would say next is actually personal development. Start getting into books that are talking about this kind of thing, that are talking about putting away fear or that are talking about um, whatever it is that you're doing that's in that niche of what you're doing. Because you're going to become stronger. You're going to start using your muscle, your brain muscles to actually start like thinking through those things. Like how can I how can I actually um, do this thing well? How can I do it with excellence? How can I do it um, and and learn more about this craft or this thing that I'm doing? How can I do that? And so as you become stronger in that, you're going to become more confident. You're going to stop wondering if you look stupid because you know that this is actually right. <laughs> you know that this is actually something you're going to be doing. You're going to become an expert in it. But it all starts with that personal development. How can you how can you develop your own your own brain muscle? And how can you also develop the the um, knowledge around the thing that you're doing. And so you have to be able to dive into that. And one book that specifically deals with fear that I have absolutely loved for years, um, a mentor of mine a while ago gave it to me and it's just absolutely, it's been such the best book. So look it up right now and get it guys because this will help you so much if this is something that you struggle with. It's called When People Are Big and God is Small. And the tagline is Overcoming Peer Pressure, Codependency, and the Fear of Man. It's by Edward T. Welch. And oh my goodness. I mean, it talks about it from a biblical perspective. It talks about um, how you can abandon that that fear and start stop worrying about what people think and start worrying just about what God thinks. And, and again, it's all from a biblical perspective. It talks about why we even worry about what people think. And it all comes from the fall. It all comes from um, just wanting to hide ourselves after sin came in. And so it comes from that and just, just learning to um, 
um, reject that and start just being confident in in ourselves as humans created by God. And yes, we are sinful, but we are created by God. And and so working through all of that, and it's such a good book on just this in general. And then I would encourage you guys to pick up books that are, um, or just resources, podcasts, anything, anything that you can get your hands on that's talking about the specific thing that you want to do, because you're going to feel more confident after you're actually like intaking all of that, become an expert in your craft. So Yes, that's that's what I would say in in the fear of looking stupid. And there was actually a movie I was watching a while ago and it was called Bill. Okay, you guys are going to laugh, but it was called Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. If you've never heard of this, it is such the weirdest movie ever. I give my husband all the credit for showing it to me because he watches weird movies, but it is such a interesting one and it's kind of got the fear feel of um Back to the Future kind of. But what it talks about is Um, well, not what it talks about. We don't need to go into what it talks about, but at the very beginning, these two guys, Bill and Ted, they are, um, they want to be musicians. They want to be in a band. And so they're playing this music and they're awful. I mean, it's, it's like terrible to (laughs) listen to. And you know that. And I was thinking about like, what if somebody actually is bad? And, and that's, that's the fear that we all have in looking stupid is what if I'm bad and I don't know it? What if, what if I'm bad and I don't know it? Or what if I'm watching somebody else and I want to help them get better, but they don't know that they're bad and I don't want to tell them. And how many people do we actually know that are like that? It's kind of scary. (laughs) So the thing that you can come back to on that in that fear of looking stupid is be committed to creating excellence. So the commitment is a consistency thing. You're you're consistently showing up. You're consistently reading books. You're consistently working on your specific thing over and over and over again. You are um, talking to other people in a community of other people that are working on the same thing. Maybe you're listening to podcasts. You're committed to um, learning all the time. It's a consistent thing where you're showing up every day to learn. And then what are you learning about? You're, you're creating this excellence in your craft. You're learning to create excellence and it's a continual thing. So in that fear, just, just bring that out in, in yourself, bring that out in yourself that you are going to be committed to creating excellence. Because I know for myself, if, if I held myself back by all the things that I thought would be stupid, that would be that other people might laugh at, I wouldn't be here. Honestly, I would not be here. And so I had to be able to step back and say, but I'm, I'm going to be committed to creating a good thing. Maybe it's not going to be the best ever at the very beginning, but at least I got that part out there. And then after that is the easy part. You're just perfecting it. You're perfecting it every single day. Well, it's never easy. I said it's the easy part. It's easier. It's never easy. It's always work. It is a little bit easier after you put that thing out there and then you can start working on, okay, how do I perfect this? How do I make it better? How do I keep honing it to be good for other people? So that's that's where you can be is in that fear of looking stupid. Be committed to creating excellence and it might not always be the best at the very beginning, but it's definitely going to improve. So then the last fear that I wanted to kind of cover is what if I fail? And again, this, this kind of goes back to the committed to creating excellence, but you will always fail forward. You will. It might feel like you're falling backwards, but at least you did something. At least you got out there and did something. And once you've done that, then you can figure out, okay, that thing wasn't for me. Like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And maybe I'm going to move on to the next thing. Or maybe this really is for me. I just didn't do it well the first time and I need to do it again. But if you never do it, you're never going to know. You are never going to know whether you were good at that one thing, whether you can do it well. 
Um, all of those things you're just never going to know and you're never going to grow if you don't actually try it. And so the fact that you can actually step out and try something, you're always going to fail forward. So that fear of failure is just going to hold you back. You have to learn to put that away and say, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway. Just be brave and be bold. Um, And I personally know, and I, I know this for myself, and I also know this personally with so many other people that when you hear them talk about their story, famous people or um, other people in business that I've been talking to recently, just um, they always talk about how, well, I started at this place and I found out that I actually really hated that or I failed at that and then I moved on to this, but they did something. That's that's the point is the fact that they're experts in their craft right now is because they started at a different place and they progressively got closer and closer and closer. And that journey is not done. They're going to continue going. They're going to continue getting better. But they started in a place that you wouldn't have guessed. I mean, you wouldn't have thought that that was a thing <laughs> for them. There's so many times I'm so surprised by people and like what they've done and where they've been and everything. Like it's just so inspiring and so surprising to be able to hear the reality of where people have started because so many people have started from the ground up. I mean, I've, um, I don't know if you guys have checked out my, the YouTube channel for abandoning average, but the YouTube channel talks about all of this people that have done this in the past. And it specifically talks about people that are, um, before us that have come before us. A lot of famous people that we've, we've heard about before Walt Disney, Steve jobs, um, Sylvester Stallone. I mean, just random people that you've never heard their stories before and how they failed businesses three times before they actually got to the point of of doing something well or they had to take a job as a janitor doing something before they actually got to where they wanted to, to be so this fact of like well I'm not doing I'm not doing it yet so I'm just going to keep doing this thing that I don't like doing and not even try the fact that you're not even trying is is the point where you're never going to get there and that's the whole point of abandoning average is that you need to be able to get to that point of how can I put that away how can I abandon that normal and move past that and so what if you fail you are going to fail if you don't do it you're going to fail every single time. You will never see success if you don't do it. And so that question in and of itself is only answered by you moving forward and actually doing it and actually trying to do what you want to do because if you fail, you're failing forward every single time. So those are the three fears that I just see so many times. I see so many people asking, you know, how do I, how do I do this? And and I've had it with myself and those are, those are the things that have helped me. I hope that they're helpful for you. And the last two things that I would say is to stay strong, be consistent, keep going for it, persevere, Um, keep going after that thing that you love and be strong in that. Don't give it up. Don't give it up uh, regardless of what people think, regardless of if you feel like you're going to look stupid, if you feel like you are stupid, and if you feel like you're going to fail at this because that is the thing that's going to push you forward. And then the last thing is stay humble. Keep learning. Keep growing. Always know that you in in the midst of this morphing of whatever it is that you're doing regardless of if it's a business if you're in ministry if you're if you're pursuing a, a job or something like that like whatever you're doing know that you that there's always this is never the end there's always growth there's always more that you can learn and so stay humble in that and be willing and ready to learn from people from books from any kind of resource that you can get your hands on because that's truly going to get you over that that 
like that fear the whole time. Um, and that doesn't mean that you're never going to be fearful, but you're going to train yourself to be able to act in spite of it. And that's, that's the core of abandoning average. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast episode on fear. I'm so excited for you guys to be able to go chase your goals, chase the big things that you want to do and not be held back by fear. And guys, it is always a constant um, struggle and a constant um, race to be able to push past that. But I'm so excited for you guys to be on that journey. And I know that we're going to be doing this together. If you guys love this episode, go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. And if you want to check out the show notes at all, it is at stewarddevelopmentgroup.com forward slash abandoning average. If you want to follow along with the community, we have an Instagram community at abandoning average. And then we also have a Facebook group that's private and you can request to join that and be a part of the abandoning average community and see how we are all doing that today. It's absolutely amazing. And I will see you all there.